My four-year-old Chevy Malibu, practical, dependable, and the last vehicle any self-respecting Newark carjacker would ever want, was parked in the garage across the street. When I bought it a year ago, I had taken endless ribbing from my newspaper friends. Apparently, a used Malibu isn't considered the car of choice among highly eligible bachelors such as myself. My friends from Amherst, most of whom made Michael Moore look like a Bush family toady, chided me for not buying a hybrid that ran on lawn clippings. But while I wholeheartedly support the development of renewable energy sources, damn if I'm going to drive some oversized golf cart. I'll give up my gas-powered V6 just as soon as someone gives me an alternative that actually moves when I press down the accelerator. As I got in the car, I turned on the radio, switching to a top 40 station. The same liberal friends who disapproved of my choice of transportation also rolled their eyes at my music. But there's only so much NPR a man can take. Ooh, I love this song, Tommy said. Should I be worried I agree with you? What do you mean? You're worried you might actually have good taste for once? Tommy said, turning it up and singing along loud and off-key. Nothing like driving through Newark blasting music that announces... We're not from here. We soon crossed into Irvington, a city that's like Newark, but with fewer redeeming qualities. Irvington was once a blue-collar town that was only slightly down on its luck. Then Newark demolished its public housing high-rises, dispersing all the crime and dysfunction that had once been concentrated there. Irvington, like other towns nearby, had been caught completely unprepared and went into the toilet practically overnight. The stop-in Go-Go was no exception. Occupying a dingy, windowless corner storefront, it had, as its only neighbors, a bodega and a liquor store. Its backlit sign, which featured the silhouette of a curvaceous, long-legged dancer, had to be at least half a century old. If it gets out in the gay community, I went to a place like this, I'll be forever ostracized, Tommy said as we parked and exited the car. Intellectually, I knew strip clubs were offensive. They objectified the female gender, perpetuated wrong-headed ideas about sexuality, and opened young women to all kinds of potential exploitation. For those reasons, I avoided them. Unless, of course, I was drunk. If you threw a couple beers in me, I had to admit, I didn't mind watching a woman take off her clothes. And judging by how much it lightened my wallet by the end of the evening... I could make a fair argument the exploitation went both ways. The stop and go-go was not actually a strip club, mind you. It was a go-go bar, and in Jersey there was a difference. Strip clubs could go all nude and didn't have booze. Go-go bars had alcohol, but the dancers' choicer bits needed to stay covered. Granted, a careless dancer might, unintentionally, flash a little nipple or a bit of muff, Accidents happen in every industry. As we entered, we were barreled over by a smell that was one part male pheromone, two parts coarse light, and three parts stale sweat. The stop-in go-go may have been poisoning the environment in any number of ways, but the overuse of cleaning products wasn't one of them. I'm afraid to sit down, Tommy whispered. I might stick to something. That's half the charm. I said. What are you drinking? This is no place to be sober. How about a Cranapple Cosmo? He asked. 
I don't think they've heard of those here, I said as I caught the attention of the bartender. Two buds, please. We're not going to start talking about sports now, are we? Tommy asked. No, I think just being here is sufficient torture for you, I said, then flipped two twenties down on the bar and turned to the bartender. Mind giving me change and singles? Oh my god, you're not really going to, Tommy asked, horrified. Of course I am. I've got to play the part. I'm just wondering how exactly I'm going to put this down on my expense report. I grabbed the two beers in my pile of singles, then turned my attention to the small stage in the middle of the room. There, two dancers gyrated in robotic fashion to some tiresome bit of club music, their expressions blank, their minds elsewhere. The only person who could have possibly been more bored was Tommy.